What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Big Junior 93, aka Lone Wolf Kid, and I'm back with a brand new episode of the podcast. I know we're a day late, but you know I had good reason. And of course, if you follow my Facebook page, whether it's Arguing with Myself or Lone Wolf Kid, uh, I posted out that, uh, that I wasn't going to put out an episode today. Uh, it's going to actually come out tomorrow because obviously I'm recording right now, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I was dealing with moving and stuff, whatnot, uh, at least the last of it. And, uh, I just didn't have time to, uh, record yesterday. Uh, well I did it, but it was late as hell. And you know, I got, I still have a life guys. I got to go to work. <laughs> I got to make money. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, uh, but I mean, I, it's not a problem, you know, it's just a day later and whatnot, even though, uh, I had some people giving me hell about it. It's like, it's okay, guys. It's just one day. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, how are you guys doing? Um, how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty good. Um, I actually went to an event that was pretty awesome. Uh, first time ever being a part of it. And what I did was went to an album listening party. Um, it's a new group, or at least a new group to me. Uh, I don't know how long they've been out. I think they've been out for a year, maybe. And um, but the group is called Yaga, Y A G A, and um, they're a little group here from Houston. And their music is actually pretty cool. Um, their music in ties with the kind of music I've been listening to lately, which is kind of chill, vibey. Um, I, I mean, that's how. That's the only way I know how to uh, explain it. Because uh, I don't really know the proper genre for it. But uh, it's kind of like rap. But it's not rap to where like it's on a hardcore beat or trap beat. You know, anything like that. Like what you get now. It's more, you know, like casual. Kind of like kind of like Mac Miller, you know. And if you know who they are, uh, Brockhampton as well. Uh, that's, that's the group that I compare them to the most. Because and they have similar qualities. And uh, they have similar sounds, and to be honest, it's not bad. Um, I really like listening to their stuff because, you know, lately I actually created a playlist called Mellow Out. <laughs> so whenever I'm angry or mad or just just frustrated with anything, I put it on, listen to it, and I'm I'm calming down. <laughs> and that's the same thing with this kind of music. It's pretty cool. Uh, I really like it. Um, they're a group from. They're a group that grew up together in high school uh been friends since then uh i'm not exactly sure when they got out out of high school because they, they look they still look pretty young <laughs> younger than me i know that for sure <laughs> but um but yeah uh they started they said they started off as a dance crew and then one day they were just you know uh making rhymes and beats um uh, out of the blue and they just started making music from there and their music is pretty good I like it. Uh, I actually did get permission to uh, play some of the music, and luckily with this Anchor app that I use to uh, publish my episodes, uh, they're like a little brother to Spotify, so I'm actually able to play clips of the music. Uh, the app gives me uh, 30 seconds of the song. Uh, unfortunately, I can't pick the 30 seconds. Uh, it's already pre-made, but you would hear them throughout the podcast uh, uh instead of doing the, the normal transitions that i do you're actually going to hear their songs so that you can um give them a listen and see for yourselves whether or not you'll be into their kind of music 
but like I said, I went for an album listening party. Uh, I, I thought there was going to be an album dropping that night, uh, but I was wrong. <laughs> it was actually uh, November 22nd. Their second album is going to be dropping. They already have a first album, of course. I didn't say that before. Uh, their first album is called Mirror Man. They do have great songs on there. My favorite is Get Jiggy. Uh, no, not by Will Smith, by Yaga. <laughs> uh, and they do have another song called Something. That one is more vibe, chill. Like you could just lay down and listen to it and you're feeling good. Um, but yeah, they do have that album now. They do have a couple of singles on their Spotify as well. Uh, but like I said, November 22nd, their second album is going to drop. It's called uh, Suck Boy, I believe, if I'm correct. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I listened to the songs that they had on that album, and they're actually pretty fire. Um, I'm excited to see that come out and excited for them uh, and their career moving forward. I do have to give a shout out uh, to our new or our newest friend, Diana. I don't know her last name, so I just, just call her Diana. <laughs> but but uh, shout out to her because she's actually the one uh, that got me and my friends into um, that event. Uh, her little brother is part of that group and um, it was cool seeing it it was cool being part of that because uh, of course the only other um, music artist band that I ever been a part of is Carbide uh, I don't think I've ever talked about them on this podcast though um, but uh, Carbide is a band that I'm, I am associated with uh, I try to help them grow but obviously you know with me having to work and not fitting with their schedule I couldn't be there all the time uh help them with merch selling with merch of course why not and uh and right now um I, i've been wanting to talk about them but uh right now they don't have a drummer and so we're waiting for that for for them to get a drummer so they can start doing shows again because uh, you know of course um covid kind of ruined everything um but yeah other than carbide you know this is the second uh, music thing that i've been associated with and I have Diana to thank for that. So thank you, Diana. <laughs> Our newest friend. She's actually the friend that we uh, met last week. I don't know if you remember in the last episode. <laughs> uh, and so that was my weekend. Because uh, on Sunday, you know, I was doing all the moving stuff and I was tired, hungry. And today I'm still tired, but not hungry. <laughs> just tired. Because even because I, I slept over here for the first night and it just felt weird. I couldn't go to sleep <laughs> being in a new place. Uh, but yeah, that was my weekend, everybody. And uh, it was pretty chill. I liked it. It was a nice weekend. Because even after the, after the event, we all hanged out. We all went to a, um, a, a bar. I guess you could say a bar. Uh, it's a hangout place. It's called Voodoo Queen. Um, they have like New Orleans... Uh, food and drinks uh, daiquiris for sure um that are pretty good uh so if you're in houston and you never try that place try it out it's pretty good um but yeah that was that's what we did uh, after the event just hanged out and uh, chilled and uh yeah so we do have news for this week uh and of course i don't know if i remember in the last episode, I started doing like random news and random news is more of just like me having news, but not having a, the, the correct category in this podcast. So I'll just put it in random and just talk about it in the intro. That's what I did. 
last week and this one we'll do today because we do have uh random news today as well and actually one of the random news is actually something that was requested for me to talk about but the first random news that we have it's going to be youtube is removing public dislike results while the dislike button will remain on youtube no one will be able to see the results except for the video owner youtube said this move is to reduce targeted dislike attacks and their impact on creators um i kind of disagree with this i don't see what the problem is with people disliking a video um because if the video is bad then the video is bad you know like why why hide that from the from the community from from the people who are looking for a video to watch if they see that they have like a like a thousand likes they're not going to see that dislikes of like maybe three thousand of course i'm making i'm making things up right and they'll see like what the hell why is this video so much like so light it's a bad video of course i saw um a streamer streamer named xqc uh streams on twitch uh talk about this as well because uh, he was actually watching a video about this and he brought up a good point about why would we um why would we um what's the word i'm looking for like congratulate or reward that's the word why would we reward uh some of these creators especially when some of these creators are bad people like they don't give a damn about anything or anyone you know it's just gonna boost up the views and boost up the likes uh for these uh creators and it's it's a bad idea it's, it's something that they shouldn't do when i heard about that i mean when i heard him say that i was like eh, you're kind of right there xcc <laughs> Because to be honest, I kind of don't like him. <laughs> he, he annoys me. But he's alright. <laughs> he's alright. He's not the right guy. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. If they even continue to do it. And the last random news that I have that was highly requested, especially by one person, um, is about the Travis Scott incident and Astroworld Fest. If you don't know, uh, Travis Scott has a festival called Astro Road, and he does it here in Houston. Uh, you know, because you know he's from Houston. And um, at this festival, before it even begins, uh, we have a lot of people jam-packed at the entrance, waiting to get inside. And once they open the gates, it people just flooded in. Like, not caring about security, about doing things the proper way. You know, fences were falling and people were falling over. And um, other people just didn't care about other people falling. They literally trampled over them just to, so they can get inside. I think videos of... I think videos of... Uh, of, like, people jumping over fences without having a ticket just to get inside the show uh and if you ask where security was they were there but it's like they couldn't contain all those people all at once like they, they can only do so much um so that was like before the event even happened then sometime during the event um people bomb rush 
the VIP section, the VIP area, uh, so that they can get inside there. Security was there trying to prevent them, holding them back for as long as they could, and at some point they just got tired and they just couldn't do it anymore. And so all these people were able to get into the VIP area. And all these people, and mostly kids, were just, were just acting up and acting all rowdy. I don't know if maybe it's just because the majority of the audience were kids and they were just, just, just didn't know what, to, like how to act, but it was pretty awful. Um, but what struck me the most was that, uh, some of these security guards came out with stories about how Travis Scott was encouraging these people and kids to do the things that they were doing. Um, there, he was telling them on the mic you know fuck these security guards you know y'all do whatever y'all want and and all these things you know like but the thing is, is that security guards are there to protect him to like keep him safe and for him to say that that about them it's like well why in the why even have security guards in the first place then just have a show without no security and then you'll see why they're there you know and then you then you'll be begging for them to do their job right um, because, you know, people will bomb us the stage and get on him and then, yeah, you know, a, a whole bunch of things can happen. Um, but yeah, and the, the main thing about this festival, why it's such a big thing is that 300, oh, about 300 or a little over 300 people were injured. Eight actually passed away. Um, and the eight were kids, uh, teenagers, um, and uh, it's 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 pretty awful. Um, a lot of people were trying to tell Travis Scott and tell security and, and production managers about or production people uh, to stop the show, you know, because a lot of people were getting hurt, and they just continue to go, continue to go, and a lot of people were giving hate and talking mess to Travis Scott about it because he didn't stop the show, he didn't stop to address it, but. At one, like some people uh, defend Travis Scott saying, hey, he has no control over these people. Like, what do you want him to do? Like, he, he like he can't control what what they whatever they do. They they have their own mind and they do whatever they want. And then you got other people saying Travis Scott is the reason why this all happened. For me, I'm on the fence because I agree with both sides. I agree. Yes, Travis Scott should have stopped the show should have addressed it but at the same time he cannot control all these people he does not have control over these people he cannot tell them what to do and what to say because even if he did change change the the mantra about you know instead of saying do whatever the fuck you want saying hey y'all chill out you know if he were to say that they would chill out i don't see why they wouldn't but at the same time you know People just do whatever they want. So yeah, that's the whole thing that but that happened with Travis Scott and Astro World Fest. It's it's a bummer. It's bad, but you know it happened. Stuff happens. Um, the festival was cut short, of course, after eight people died, uh, and refunds were made available to all ticket holders. Uh, and I think that's including their first night because uh, I didn't even mention that this Astro World Fest was supposed to be a two night deal. Um, but this was just the first night 
and they cut it short and they canceled the second night because of it. And um, so that kind of sucked. But everybody who had tickets got their refund. Um, and then later on, uh, it was said that Travis Scott promised to pay uh, for the funeral cause for all those who were killed at Astroworld. And he had offered mental health services to all impacted by the deadly chaos. Um, it's it's just a shame. Because, I mean, Travis, Travis Scott has some good music. But it's not like music to go crazy for, you know. I mean, it's, that's just my opinion, you know. I just, I just don't know. I don't know why these kids and people thought it was a good idea to act the way they act. Um, it's just, if, if you're raised right if you have proper manners it's like it's just do the right thing when you're out but i mean i guess that's just me i don't know (laughs) but um because i i've been to plenty of shows plenty of rock shows i've never been to a rap show never have never will i think rap shows are a waste of money and a waste of time uh because i mean i've seen you know videos of rap shows and it's just them playing their own music and they're just singing the lyrics or, or saying the lyrics right at, with the song, you know? How's that even a show? How's that even fun to watch, you know? I mean, yeah, it's cool to be there at the moment and vibing and, you know, just chilling with anybody, especially if you have friends. But it's, it's to me, that's not a good show. I wouldn't want to go see that. I don't. <laughs> that's why I don't go to rap shows. I go to shows that have live music and live instruments, people playing instruments, like country song. I mean, country artists, uh, rock artists. Uh, I've been to plenty. Or would like to the the point I was trying to get to was that I've been to plenty of rock shows, especially heavy metal bands, bands that talk about the devil, <laughs> that sing about the devil, and. Uh, and it's it never got that bad to where people got hurt or just couldn't breathe, you know. And uh, because that was the whole point. I mean, that was a whole uh, thing going on afterwards that people couldn't breathe, and that's why people were passing out. But um, but yeah, I just I just don't get it because I've never seen that. I've never been a part of that because in in the rock community, it's it's we we have our own mosh pits we we have our own you know um physical activities but when somebody goes down or somebody gets hurt you know we we take care of each other and we like help each other out here at astroworld fest it was said that nobody did that people were falling on the floor and couldn't get back up and people just didn't help people didn't care they would just step all over them and just keep doing whatever they were doing that's not right and that's how i know like it was the majority were kids like some of them probably was their first show ever that they've been to and just didn't not know how to act <sighs> but uh i don't know i mean that's just me because like i said i've been to plenty of rock shows uh megadeth uh testament exodus i could go on <laughs> and it's never been that bad it's just it's just crazy but um but yeah Let's just move on. Let's just get into the... Because I think I spent a lot of time on this intro. <laughs> Let's just get into the stories. So it has been confirmed that Netflix Squid Game Season 2 is coming. Uh, 
I don't know when, but uh, the news was broke at on Tuesday. Last Tuesday that just passed, and so season two has been confirmed by the creator, the creator itself. Uh, I talked about it earlier in other uh, in earlier episodes about what the season would be about according to the creator of Squid Game. So uh, we should be expecting more about the story about the games and pretty much how it came to be and why the games exist, you know. But it's going to be interesting. We'll see. We'll see. The live action One Piece cast is was announced. Um, the first. Oh, I'm sorry. The first batch of Lord. Hold on. The live-action One Piece cast has been announced. Netflix revealed the actors set to play the core crew in its live-action One Piece adaptation. They have... Oh, man. I don't even know how to say these names. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, but maybe y'all would know. Maybe not. I'm, I'm sorry. But I'm going to try my best. So, we have Inyaki Godoy. As Monkey D. Luffy, we have McKinnyu as Rorona Zoro, Emily Rudd as Nami, Jacob Romero Gibson as Usopp. I hope I said that right. I'm not sure. Taz Skyler as Sanji, and uh, that's all they have announced so far. Um, Seems like Netflix is getting a lot of is getting all the anime uh, shows and being able to put them as a live adaptation because they're also about to release Cowboy Bebop as well, which is also an anime. And uh, yeah, it seems interesting. I've never seen One Piece, so don't don't bash me if I don't know <laughs> about this anime. I don't know a lot about I don't know a lot about a lot of animes. Like, I think a year ago, I recently just started watching Naruto. I still haven't finished it. <laughs> I, did, I need to finish it so I can drop the ship then. Um, but, uh, yeah. For all you anime fans, get ready for that for Netflix. Netflix reveals first live-action Gundam image. The classic RX-782 is shrouded in flames in the first image for the Netflix original being helmed by Kong. Skull Island director Justin Vogt Roberts. Tell you, Netflix is getting all these animes adaptations. They're trying to make a big hit. They're trying to punch Disney Plus in the face, <laughs> saying we can compete too. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But even with that, with all that being said, Disney Plus revealed a lot of shows that they're going to be working on. Um,. For one example, X-Men The Animated Series Revival is coming to Disney Plus in 2023. The animated series called X-Men 97 will debut in 2023 with all new episodes. Oh, that's interesting. So they're going to continue the stories from all the way back when, from 1997. Spider-Man Freshman Year Animated Series announced for Disney Plus as well. Marvel Studios revealed Spider-Man Freshman Year, an original animated series that's coming soon to Disney Plus. They just—it's coming. We just don't know when. 
And also, a Baymax Big Hero 6 spin-off series is coming to Disney+. Plus. The series will follow the personal healthcare companion as he does his best to help those around him, arriving on Disney Plus in summer of 2022. I've never seen that movie, Big Hero 6. <laughs> I heard it's a great movie. Um, I actually do have Disney Plus, and I've actually been wanting to watch it, but I just, I just... I do have time. I'm just lazy. <laughs> I don't really get on Disney Plus a whole lot, even though I do have it. The main one I use is Hulu, and I just watch old shows that I used to watch on regular TV. <laughs> but yeah, that should be interesting. I need I need to watch the movie before it comes out. I have half a year, <laughs> half a year to do it. Along with all that Disney Plus stuff coming out, Marvel. Reveal that they're coming out with more shows as well. That's part of the Marvel phase and shows and is it movies as well? No, as far as I know, it's just shows uh, coming out for Disney Plus. Marvel revealed a ton of new looks at their upcoming TV shows, including She-Hulk, Moon at Night, Miss Marvel, Secret Invasion, and more. So, the many more that they have, they have, of course, like I said it before, X-Men 97, Spider-Man Freshman Years. They have Echo, Marvel Zombies, which is actually a comic book. I have, I think, the first five books. Uh, She-Hulk is coming out, Moon Knight, we've all been knowing. Miss Marvel, they have What If Season 2 coming out pretty soon. Uh, or at least they're working on it. They're going to be working on it. Um, they have a TV show called I Am Groot. Ironheart and Secret Invasion and also one I didn't mention Agatha House of Harkness uh, Agatha House of Harkness an original series based on the popular WandaVision character is coming soon to Disney Plus um, I didn't really look into it more about what it's going to be about but I'm going to assume it's gonna be about how she came to be how she came to be and why she was there and how she got to where she was with Wanda you know, in the show, WandaVision. Um, but yeah, a lot a lot of exciting news coming for Disney Plus and Marvel. And do I have anything else? Oh, yes, right here. Uh, Marvel Studios reported casting for Daredevil Project. Now, I was going to put this in movies, the movie section, uh, but I didn't know whether they're going to do a series or uh, a TV show out of it. So I just went ahead and just put it in here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's reported that they're looking for a new Daredevil so they can introduce him into the Marvel Universe. It's going to be exciting, guys. Very exciting. Moving on to movie news, Vin Diesel says The Rock must show up for Fast 10. It's quoted by Vin for uh, it's quoted that Vin Diesel said, "I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast in ten, or fast in the finale that is ten. I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hops can't be played by no other. I hope that you rise." To the occasion and fulfill your destiny. Diesel shared the open letter on Inst open letter on Instagram, citing how important Johnson is to him and his family, seemingly hoping to squash the ongoing feud the two have had since 2016. Uh, for those of you who do not know, the The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and Vin Diesel uh, kind of like bumped heads whenever they were record. Uh, uh, 
filming for the Fast and Furious movies. Um, I can't remember exactly why. I think one of them was just being unprofessional and just the other just didn't like it, hated it. I hated, just didn't like them acting that way. And so that's the whole reason why The Rock is not in uh, any of the other uh, Fast and Furious movies. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it'll be fine to see uh the rock return in the fast and furious movies honestly to me i don't care because this franchise has been dead to me for, for a long time like literally i keep saying this franchise was all about cars and street racing and then turned into something completely different and if you ask me i say it's more of a triple x a, a different version of triple x uh, because also, you know, Vin Diesel is in that movie as well. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, I guess. Patty Jenkins' Star Wars Rogue Squadron delay indefinitely. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the reason for the delay is scheduling. As Jenkins' current commitments include writing and directing Wonder Woman 3, as well as Cleopatra movie starring Gal Gadot. Uh, so, for the... Di- uh, director, correct? <clears throat> yeah, director. Um, working on other projects. The Star Wars movie is going to be put on hold. Uh, which is, to be honest, if you ask me, because I'm a big Star Wars fan. If you ask me, I am fine with that. We we are, we need a big chill from Star Wars movies. Uh, because the last trilogy that we got was it, um, Force Awakens and. I don't even remember the names. But all those, they, they were just bad. I hated them. Well, the first one I liked because, you know, it was the first one. And, and uh, introduced new characters and plus the old characters that we that we all love. But then as the story went on, it just... It was just stupid. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. I really wish they didn't do it. So, I am fine with this. I am fine taking a break from Star Wars. Because don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan, but... We need a break. We need a break. Henry Cavill would love to return as Superman. Quote, there is still a lot of storytelling for me to do as a Superman. And I would absolutely love the opportunity. The killing of Zod gave a reason for the character never to kill again. As I always say, the cape is still in the closet. I guess there haven't been talks about Henry returning as Superman. Of course, DC is all over the place and they're never... What's what's the word I'm looking for? They're never um, organized. They just they just don't know what they're doing anymore. <laughs> they're just making movies just to make movies. That kind of sucks for Henry. Along with that, Dwayne Johnson says he's envisioned Black Adam meeting Superman. After a fan tweeted a comic panel where Superman and Black Adam meet in Black Adam's throne room and solemnly shake hands, Dwayne Johnson said, It's sort of how I always envisioned it, except the handshake at the end, wrong guy. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, maybe that's a hint that uh, he Henry will return as Superman and Black Adam, and maybe they get this, uh, this uh, DC story rolling once and for all. <laughs> Cause like I said, DC's all over the place. They they need to they need to get it together. 
Studios are fighting over a Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista buddy action comedy. Uh, after Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista said they that they wanted to make a buddy action movie together, studios have now entered a beating war to make the film. I'm not sure how that turned out because, I mean, Dave Bautista's kind of funny and Jason Momoa's kind of funny too, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. i just never seen them being funny at all. I mean, I know Bautista has other movies. Well, you know what? I guess you could say Batista is kind of funny. He's a good character as Drax. He's kind of funny. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. And then we have Marvel news, of course, because Marvel is like a big thing right now, I guess. Uh, uh, but going back to Henry Cavell, he says that he played that he would want to play Captain Britain in a Marvel movie. Uh, Henry Cavill has seen the various rumors about Captain Britain and thinks it would be loads of fun to do a cool modernized version of the character in the MCU. To be honest, I think Henry Cavill just wants a job. <laughs> he just wants to. He just wants to feel something. Film something. Um, of course, you know, I, uh, with The Witcher Two season two is coming out pretty soon, and so I'm pretty sure he has nothing else to do. Uh, but it, if Marvel wants to do that, I mean. They have a guy lined up ready, ready to do that. Angelina, ah, I'm sorry. Angel, ah, Angelina Jolie is proud of Marvel for refusing to cut Eternals gay romance. Quote, she said, I'm sad for those audiences and I'm proud of Marvel for refusing to cut those scenes out. I still don't understand how we live in a world today where there's still people who would not see the family of Fastos has what what would not see the family fastos has and the beauty of that relationship and that love how anybody is angry about it threatened by it doesn't approve or appreciate or appreciate it they're ignorant angelina jolie confirmed in an interview promoting eternals that marvel did in fact refuse to cut the gay relationship centered on the character fastos for saudi arabia and other middle eastern countries that banned depictions of homosexuality in film um i talked about this in the last episode because uh, i did see the movie last weekend and i agree like i don't understand what the problem is like it's not like they're being intimate in bed or anything like that it's just it's literally one kiss and then just being affectionate to each other as like you know holding hands and just looking into each other's eyes you know it's nothing bad but but like i said i also understand that you know some people just don't agree with it or just uh don't believe in it or believe whatever like you know people have their own beliefs you know and that's okay but just because you don't believe in it doesn't mean or just because you don't believe that it's something that should be happening doesn't mean other people don't care about it or like would care about it. You know, I don't know. I, that's I think that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I agree. It's 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 whatever. Along with that, audiences gave Eternals the worst cinema score in the MCU. Eternals received a B cinema score rating from moviegoers. These results are gathered directly 
from theaters across North America. The next lowest cinema score rating for an MCU film is for Thor, which received a B+. It's not a bad movie, guys. It's not. It's not. It's just not your typical Marvel's movie, packed with action. It's actually a storytelling movie, and I guess people just don't want to see that. I don't know. People, people need to grow up. <laughs> it's been reported that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three has begun filming. They have officially begun filming. James Gunn shared this image today to mark the occasion. Guardians Volume 3 is scheduled to arrive in theaters on May 23rd, 2023. And the image is the entire cast of the Guardians of the Galaxy with James Gunn getting ready to film. Um, so that's exciting. But 2023, that's what, two years? A year and a half? That's a long time. A long time to wait. Spider-Man No Way Home poster gives first look at Green Goblin, teases return of Sandman and Electro. While the poster shares another look, Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus and appears to tease the return of both Jamie Foxx Electro with a lightning strike and Sandman with a rising storm of dust, it's the small glimpse of William Dafoe's Green Goblin over Peter's soldier that catches our eye the most. Uh, I've seen this poster. I looked at this poster and it's so exciting to watch. Kind of confirmed that William Defoe is returning back as a Green Goblin. Of course, we already knew that. Um, Sandman. So we have Green Goblin, Electro, Sandman, and Doc Ock, uh, which is four uh, villains. So they would just need two more for Sinister Six. Could be Mysterio. I don't know. I don't know. Let me see what happens. But yeah, new poster for uh, Spider-Man is out. And along with that, because we have a lot of Spider-Man movies. Because Spider-Man is like the big topic uh, of the uh, world right now, to be honest. <clears throat> but uh, Tom Holland says, Spider-Man No Way Home is brutal, dark, and sad. Tom Holland recently told Total Film that in Spider-Man No Way Home, we are going to see characters that you love go through things that you would never wish for them to go through. And to be honest, for him to say that, I, I, I feel like Ned is going to become evil and be a villain, arch nemesis, uh, because there is a storyline, a comic storyline, where Peter has a best friend named Ned and Ned turns into the Hobgoblin. Could be a thing. Maybe uh, maybe Green Goblin kind of like uh, convinces him or like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like picks his mind and brain to making him think bad things about Peter and turns Ned into a Hobgoblin. That's a possibility. I don't see why that wouldn't happen. <clears throat> Spider-Man actor from 1977 TV series disappointed that he's not in no way home. Another former Peter Parker actor says he wasn't invited to reprise the role in Spider-Man No Way Home. This time it's Nicholas Hammond who played Parker in 1977 TV series The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, that kind of ruins <laughs> the uh, surprise of, it, of there maybe being the other Spider-Mans, uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, in this movie. 
because uh, maybe he knows something that we don't. But of course, you know, everybody's speculating that they're going to be in it no matter what. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, maybe if Marvel listens to him, I mean, because if he is a Spider-Man, he played Spider-Man. Why not have him? You know? And the last Spider-Man news that I have tomorrow, tomorrow, the second trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home will be released. Uh, does it give me a time? Oh, wait, yes, it does. A fan event in LA will get to see it first at 5 p.m. PT this Tuesday. So tomorrow at 5 p.m. LA time, which is actually 7 p.m. my time or Houston time uh, is when it's well those people will be able to see it then so maybe later that night tomorrow later later tomorrow night we'll get a second trailer either way we're getting a second trailer tomorrow <laughs> so yeah be ready for that second trailer because we all know that second trailers always reveal a little bit more details about what the movie is about and who's in it and whatnot but yeah it's very exciting i've been waiting for it Paul Rudd named Sexiest Man Alive. Paul Rudd, the 52-year-old actor known for playing Ant-Man and being more ageless than the Eternals, has been named People's Magazine Sexiest Man Alive for 2021. Quote, I'm getting business cards made, said the official Sexiest Man Alive. (laughs) Paul Rudd would do that. (laughs) But yeah, there you go, ladies. Uh, Sexiest Man Alive. Paul Rudd has been voted for that. And the last news that I have, Riley Scott says superhero movies are fucking boring as shit. (laughs) I don't know who Riley Scott is. Uh, Maybe I do. I just don't know because I don't have a picture. Uh, But he said, or she, he, I'm assuming it's he. Uh, Superhero movie scripts are not any fucking good. These are his words, okay? Not mine. Um. They're mostly saved by special effects, and that's becoming boring for even for everyone who worked with special effects. If you've got the money, um, and to be honest, I kind of agree with him. I mean, they're not boring. They're, ex- I mean, he's right. Special effects saves the movie. It makes the movie good. It makes the movie. Wo- it makes the movie want to be watched, and I think that's the reason why Eternals is not a good movie to the audience because like i said eternals is a storytelling movie it's a good movie it's just not your typical marvel's movie but to be honest i have to say for riley scott is that this is what the people want this is what audiences want obviously because you know we just seen it with Eternals. they want action they want people fighting they don't care about the story they just want to see action they want to see their favorite characters come to life out of the pages and onto the big screen. But he has a point. You know, to, if you ask me, all superhero movies are kind of the same and have the same plot. But it's easy for them because they don't have to come up with stories because stories are already made. They just have to follow the script, follow the comic books, and that's it. Maybe change things here and there. But you don't really have to work that much. It's all set up for you. Already. (laughs) Moving on to gaming news. Fortnite pulls Travis Scott emote following concert tragedy. 
Fortnite pulled a Travis Scott themed emote from their item shop following the tragic events that claimed eight lives at the Astroworld show. Um, it's kind of sad to see all these things happening to Travis Scott, but at the same time, you know, it's justified. You know, it's it. I people like companies want to protect their name, and uh, it, it's it just sucks. It sucks for Travis Scott because Fortnite is a big game. Um, and speaking of Fortnite, Fortnite and Warzone better move over. There's a new battle royale in town. Apex Legends overtakes Warzone and Fortnite as Twitch's most popular battle royale. And I think that has a lot to do with a lot of Warzone streamers moving to Apex and playing Apex, loving Apex, and continuing to play Apex even though Warzone is kind of fixed. Because the whole reason of them leaving uh, Warzone is because there was a lot of hackers, there were a lot of cheaters, and the, the game was not playable. It was not enjoyable. So when they moved to Apex, it was a game that they could love and play. And according con to consensus, Apex takes more skills to play, according to all these streamers, okay? It's not just me saying. I'm not just saying that because I'm a great Apex player. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Because, I mean, if you ask me, Fortnite's been dead. I haven't heard about Fortnite since, what, 2019? When they had the uh, tournament going on. Ever since then, I have not heard about Fortnite. I mean, I've seen things about Fortnite. You know, uh, like characters and whatnot going on. But as far as, like, being... As far as having events and, and tournaments and whatnot, Fortnite's been dead. It's a bad game. <laughs> Base Theta has an idea for Fallout 5, but don't expect any don't expect it for many years. Uh, Fallout's really part of our DNA here. We've worked with other developers from time to time. I can't say what is going to happen. You know we have a, a one pager on Fallout 5, what we want to do. And that's coming from Base Theta director Todd Howard. Um I've never played Fallout. <laughs> I think it's a good game. I'm not sure though. I never played it. Base Data Game Studios is committed to single player games. When asked if Base Data will was still focused on making single player games following the multiplayer centric Fallout 76, Todd Howard responded absolutely. It's part of who we are. It's what we love about games. And to be honest, it's um I think that's what's going to kill a lot of video game um, companies, uh, uh, all these single player games. Uh, of course, if you have a good story and good characters that people are going to love, you know, then it's going to be good. But for some of these games, you know, single player games are just not the meta right now. A lot of people like to play multiplayer games because they like to play with their friends. But I will say this, single player games are good to stream. When you don't feel like competing, you just want to chill, have a chill night and chill with chat. Single player games are the way to go. Of course, I can't do that because I get frustrated real easily and 
get mad. Even if it's a single player game, if I can't figure out what the hell I'm supposed to do or where I'm supposed to go, I get frustrated. <laughs> I'm a gamer, people! That's what we do. At least that's what I do. This is coming from Bandai Namco Entertainment. Our sincere thanks goes out to all Jump Force players and fans for their support. But with all good things, they must come to an end. Jump Force's availability through digital, pur blah, through digital purchase in the Americas will end on February 7th, 2022 at 5 p.m. Additionally, online service servers will go down on August 24th, 2022. However, all single player functions will continue to be playable locally on your home console or PC. Thank you all once again for your support. We look forward to seeing you enjoy our other games. Jump Force was a game that I actually was excited. It's a game that has a lot of anime characters put into one game where you can play as uh, Goku fighting against Naruto or fighting against um, whoever, whoever you can think of. And um, it looked interesting when it first came out. I never got it. I never got a chance to play it. Uh, but I heard uh, like it wasn't really a good game or it, the game wasn't that fun for that long. Um, but yeah, it's coming to an end. Uh, they're going to stop uh, selling it on February 7th. And then the online service, meaning the multiplayer mode playing against other people, is going to end August 24th. So even though if you say if you still buy it in February, you have until August to play with your friends or play against other people. But after that, it becomes a single player game and you're either fighting against computers or you're playing story mode. Kind of sucks. Maybe I'll get it. If it's, on, if it's at a discount, I'll go get it. <laughs> Valve's Steam Deck has been delayed by two months. Valve announced that its Steam Deck Handheld gaming PC has been delayed to February 2022. The delay is due to material shortages impacted by global supply chain issues. Um, so this um, is this is supposed to be a handheld object. Looks like a um, what's that game called? Uh, Nintendo Switch. <clears throat> and uh, but it's supposed to be like a PC version. So you'll be able to have Steam. It, it will have a steam um store uh built in it and you're able to buy and download games like that on it so it's like having a mobile computer or a cell phone <laughs> i guess you could say um but it actually has analog sticks it has uh, buttons x a b y you know uh all these things that looks like a nintendo switch but it's been delayed for two months so you can't get it for Christmas, boys and girls. So the, the the plan is by February they should have all these out. Or start selling them. It doesn't say how much they'll be going for. But I'm I won't be buying one. Or will I? No, I'm not. I'm not. No no no, I'm not. <laughs> EA Sports is bringing back Fight Night. It's been reported that EA Sports is set to revive Fight Night Boxing Game. Um, so you'll be able to play as your all these legend, legendary boxers. 
I didn't even know that they stopped making them. I thought they did. But it kind of makes sense, you know, because they kind of switched to UFC because UFC has been the big, um, the big uh, sport, fighting sport lately. A lot of people like to play that. A lot of people like to watch it. And boxing hasn't been really good. And the only boxer I know of that still boxes right now is just Canelo. And that's it. <laughs> Moving on. The Pokemon Company says it has heard increasingly angry fans. Pokemon Company Director of Consumer Marketing, JC Smith, says the developers have heard fan complaints and are attempting to balance the wants and needs of fans of all ages. I don't play Pokemon. I don't play my Switch as much as I want to, need to. Uh, but yeah, I don't even play Pokemon. But good for them for uh, trying to fix, uh, trying to make their their community happy. Boba Fett will be making his arrival on the island December 24th on 2021 in Fortnite. Uh, which is December 24th. It's actually Disney Plus Day. Or it's today Disney Plus. Or the day I... Friday. Disney Plus Day. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But anyways, Boba Fett's um, going to be a playable character in Fortnite. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> As PS5 turns a year old, Sony has over 25 exclusives in development. SIE President Jim Ryan revealed in a one-year anniversary post that PlayStation Studios currently has over 25 games in development for PS5. Um, which is good for them because I don't think they have a lot of video games out right now for the, the, the console to begin with. I know they have... Um, Apex Legends, it's free. I think they have Fortnite as well. It's free. Warzone's free. Um, as far as them making money, you know, the new Call of Duty just came out, so I'm pretty sure they're making money off of that. Um, but speaking of the PlayStation 5, a lot of these games are $70. 70, uh, $70 for new games coming out. And uh, a lot of people are saying it's getting ridiculous because no $70 game should have microtransaction. And I agree with this. Like, if you're paying $70 for a fucking video game, there should not be any more things that you have to spend money on to get skins or anything like that. It should be a game where you do some kind of task in the game and you get a skin for free, you know? But in this day and age, everything's bought. Everything is cost money. It's horrible. And it's kind of a reason why I kind of don't want to get a PS5 because all these games are $70. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. The Eldos. <laughs> I can't speak. The Elder Scrolls 6, all but confirmed as Xbox exclusive. Spencer said it's not about punishing any other platform. But that it's more about what the Xbox ecosystem can offer its exclusives, including cloud gaming, Xbox Live services, and more. Uh, for those of you who do not know, Elder Scrolls is a game that was available to you know, PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. But since Xbox or Microsoft bought the company that makes Elder Scrolls, 
they decided to make an exclusive just for Xbox. Of course, PC players can still get this game if they have Microsoft uh, downloaded uh, onto their computer and buy, and they're able to still play Xbox games on the lap or on the computer uh, through that. Um, but as far as PlayStation getting Elder Scrolls, it's not gonna happen. Sorry, PlayStation fans. You gotta make the switch to Xbox if you wanna play that. Moving on to sports news, we're going to start off with this one story that I did talk about last weekend. And it's a Henry Ruggs uh, story about how he's a he's an NFL rookie player that uh, was driving drunk in, uh, in his new Corvette at speeds of 130 miles and um, ended up crashing into another car and killing a 23-year-old with uh, her dog inside the car as well. Um... But I, I know we talked about this last week. But the reason why I I monitored this story or I recorded this story is because it turns out that he is currently out on a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bail. Um and I wasn't gonna like um talk about the story because you know we we talked about it last week but then i saw that and i was like wait what how is this man out on bail and for 150,000 that's crazy this man should be in jail he killed somebody he killed somebody but he's out in the streets being able to do whatever he wants of course he can't play football uh, because the Las Vegas Raiders did cut him from the team, so it's not like he can go back to doing that. But it just surprised me that he's out on bail. This is this is very mind blowing. <laughs> Moving on, John Gruden is suing the NFL and Roger Goodell. Former Raiders head coach John Gruden is suing the NFL and Commissioner Roger Goodell saying they sought to destroy his career and reputation. Of course, if you don't know his story, uh, he was, uh, well, he left uh, the Las Vegas Raiders um, coaching job, uh, but it's because uh, it came out that he had a lot of emails from the past with bad words and um derogatory terms or racial slurs um anti-gay i guess you can say i'm not sure if that's the right word i need to be using uh but yeah he, he just had a whole bunch of emails talking shit about people roger goodell and uh, and players as well and <clears throat> uh they went through his emails and all that stuff and they put them out on onto the internet and for, for the world to see and so now he's suing them for making him look bad. If you ask me, I don't think he's gonna win, but he has a point. It's like, why would you leak all this stuff like to make him look bad for him to not be able to get another job? But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong too. I don't. But I mean, cause I, it, it, they don't say in what context he says these things. 
whether they're a joke or not and i'm not saying it's like okay just to say those things but i'm what i'm trying to get to is that some people talk like that to each other you know some people joke around like that to each other and when it's consensual it's fine but to go back all these years and all these emails from the past and bring them up like the past the past let it go <laughs> i don't know this is me now in other news um there was a comparison between aaron Rodgers and kyrie irving um i believe it was last weekend uh it was reported that uh aaron Rodgers tested positive for covid and he actually didn't get the vaccine and a lot of people thought that he did uh before the season even started they asked him about it and he said yeah i've been immune or immunized or he's he, he took something uh to protect him from covid but it wasn't the vaccine and a lot of people thought he did get the vaccine and a lot of people uh took it as he did get the vaccine <clears throat> so then when the story came out uh a lot of people were saying hey this guy said he he did this and he did it you know so why is he lying like he should be like punished or whatever and uh and Aaron Rodgers was coming out saying hey look I I never lied you know I didn't I never said I got the vaccine you know <laughs> I just said I took something that should help me protect myself from it and the reason why it's being compared with Kyrie because Kyrie came out straight up saying, hey, I am not getting this. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> because, um, and this is coming from Clutch Points, every story is different. Yet, in an almost similar fashion, Kyrie Irving and Aaron Rodgers, who are two of the most polarizing pro athletes today, have avoided the, the jab for reasons that make sense in their own minds. Uh, what we can say, however, is that both the NBA and NFL are better off when these stars are in action, and that is that's a fact. Um, and 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 the question is is more about which was handled better. And to be honest, if you ask me, I think Kyrie Irving, uh, like coming out straight out saying, "Hey, I'm not getting this. I'm not going to get it. This is what I believe in. I'm doing this for me. I I'm never gonna get this." <laughs> As far as where Aaron Rodgers comes out saying, I took something, just not the vaccine. And words getting mixed up and people thinking that he actually did, you know, and so they just created a whole controversy. But uh, I mean, I don't see why they force these vaccines and all this stuff on people when they don't want it. It's not like it's been. Like I, I, like I, I just don't get the whole point. The whole, I mean, I, I not, not the whole point about getting the vaccine, but I just don't get the whole point of, of making it a big deal. You know, some people don't get it. Some people will get it. You know, it's just, it's people's preference. But of course, pe other people are not gonna care about that. I guess you could say. I don't know. And other news this past week as well, the NBA suspended Nikolai Jokic one game and fined Markeith Morris $50,000. Um, and that's because they got into a scuffle in one of their games. Um, 
Shaq had、uh, some things to say about this, saying, I have no problem with what the Joker did, which is Nikolai Jokic.、Um, I actually like it as a big guy. When you hit me, don't turn your head because it's coming. And that's him saying,、uh, because the whole thing of what happened is that、uh, Marquise Morris is coming to foul Nikolai Jokic to stop him so they can get more time on the clock. But he does it in a bad manner and, like, Actually, hits Nokalai and he continues to walk, you know, so he has his back turned. Nokalai runs up to him and pushes him down to the floor. And of course, Marky Morris is acting like a baby and pretending that he's hurt when he's really not, he's just faking it. And, um, and his brother, Marky Morris' brother. Uh, it goes on Twitter, like, hey, that's a cheap shot. Like, what like what the hell? What's your problem? Whatever. Like, you know, you gotta wait for him to turn his back for you to do something. Well, in fact, while in fact, it's the complete opposite. Like, yes, he had his back turned, but he never faced Nokalai to begin with. And it's the whole thing of what Shaq is saying, like, don't turn don't turn your back on me if, when, when you hit me because I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming back to hit you or push you, you know. It wasn't even nothing physical. He really just pushed him down to the ground and he just acted like a baby. But if you ask me, he's justified. Nikolai did the right thing. Because honestly, I would do the same thing too. <laughs> In other news, MTV Teen Mom star loses clothing deal after blasting LeBron James for mocking Kyle Rittenhouse. Um. Uh, for those of you who do not know, Kyle Rittenhouse is, a, I guess, a kid or a teenager、uh, that was out with a AR. I don't know exactly where. I don't know where he lives.、Uh, but he was out with an AR during, during the whole Black Lives Matter things. And he actually shot somebody and killed somebody. Or did he kill somebody? I know he shot somebody for sure. And,、um, and the whole point of it was that you know, he had a gun. He's walking out with a gun. Of course, this guy's white. And.、Um, And so nobody was making it a big deal. But recently, and in these past couple of days, he's been in court、uh, for the incident of shooting somebody and being out with a gun. And、um, the whole, what LeBron's、uh, talking about, about him is that he, there's a video of him pretending to cry, pretending that he's sad. And I watched the video, and literally, this guy is like trying to force himself to cry, but he just can't cry. Because he's actually not sad about it. He actually doesn't feel bad about it. And LeBron James,、uh, I saw the tweet, and he's pretty much saying, Look, dude, like, why, you, we can all tell you're faking it. Like, what the, like, stop doing that, bro. Like, come on, bro. What are you doing? And I guess this、uh, teen mom star,、uh, I don't even know her name. I forgot her name.、Um, but she was trying to, like, Back up Kyle Rittenhouse and trying to talk mess to LeBron James. And、uh, because of her doing that, she lost her clothing deal. <laughs> and I think it has nothing to do about talking bad about LeBron. It has to do more with her um, um, defending the, the kid. Because nobody wants to defend that. I mean, nobody wants to be a 
uh, like associated with that of like somebody killing somebody else when they're not even supposed to be having a gun in the first place you know they weren't even supposed to be out during that time i mean sex for the lady but you know should have just kept your mouth fit <laughs> i mean you're uh you're a team mom you're not that much of a star <laughs> if i don't know about you you're not a star <laughs> i don't know this is me and then the last news that we have that actually happened today that i recorded from today star free agent carlos correa has now officially declined the astros 18.4 million qualifying offer i think uh a lot of people are speculating that he's going to the detroit tires um, it might be a thing. It might not because, uh, there was in his Twitter bio, he had a tiger, uh, in his, in his bio, uh, it's gone now. Uh, but a lot of people are thinking maybe that's the reason why he declined the Astros offers. And also it's because the Astros offers like literally too low. <laughs> he wants more and deserves more. Um, but yeah, it's going to suck see, uh, seeing that guy leave. Been the Houston Astros his whole life, and now it's now it's time to leave the nest and fly away. <laughs> so that's gonna be all the news that I have for you guys today. Thank you all for listening, and hopefully, you guys did enjoy this episode. And hopefully you enjoyed the music as well. Uh, I sure did. I love these guys. I love their sound. They have a lot of big potential to be really big. Big as Brockhampton. You know, Brockhampton was a small. Were they a Houston group? I know they're a Texas group. I don't know if they're a Houston group. Um, I can't remember their backstory. But yeah, they have a potential of being that big and being that good. Uh, so go ahead and check them out on Spotify. Their name is Yaga. All capital letters, Y-A-G-A. Um, and they're on Spotify. They already have one album out with a couple of singles uh, on Spotify. Um, their album is called Mirror Man. Mirror Man? Yeah, Man. M-A-N. <laughs> I don't know if I'm speaking right. But, uh, but yeah. And then be ready for their second album to drop on November 22nd, uh, 2021, which is actually next week on sunday yes sunday or no monday i don't know i'm not even looking at my calendar <laughs> uh but yeah it was it was a nice event and i enjoyed them um did i say this in the intro i don't know if i said this in the intro but if not let me say it again uh thank you to uh our my new friend our new friend uh in the friend group diana for inviting us out uh for being able to giving us this opportunity to uh to experience that and um yeah it was something i'm uh, i'd be looking forward to doing again maybe i'll start doing that <laughs> telling telling like dm music dming music people that i have a podcast and to invite me out to one of their sessions and talk about them and promote them <laughs> i don't know maybe yeah, maybe i don't know i mean i'm not that popular so <laughs> so uh, i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening. 
Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, arguing with myself, so you can get all the latest updates on the podcast or whether or not I'm going to be posting an episode or whether or not an episode is going to be late, like this one. Um, and I'm also incorporating my podcast into my Lone Wolf Kid channel uh, page as well, so I will be giving updates as well. And I actually do have a link tree on my Lone Wolf Kid uh, page and my personal page uh, with um, the podcast as well linked uh, to it. Uh, of course, it's going to be the Spotify version. If you don't listen through Spotify, I am also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere else you get podcasts. Um, but yeah, thank you all for tuning in. And hopefully you check these guys out. Yaga and uh, y'all love them just like I did. I think my favorite song is Luxury Tax. That's gotta be by far the, my favorite song. That's the song I have on repeat most of the time. Uh, next up for that, Get Jiggy and then something. I think that's my top three. <laughs> but yeah, check these guys out. Uh, November 22nd, or you're right, yeah, November 22nd, second album, Sock Boy coming out. So be ready for that. But until then, I'll see you guys in, in the next episode or talk to you guys in the next episode. And uh, yeah, peace out, everybody.